Welcome to Abundant Feminine, a podcast for my fellow girls where we talk about entrepreneurship, manifesting, and just keep things real as fuck. I'm so excited. I love that. Oh my god, I love that so much. (laughs) I am so excited to have my very first guest. She is the epitome of a bad bitch. She is beautiful, confident, and best of all, she's a truly genuine person. Oh, I love you so much, Chris. You're so sweet. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know this was like Hype Cowie Up podcast. Damn. No, I'm just kidding. So if you can't tell already, it's Cowie Goodness. <laughs> Hi, guys. Thank you for having me, Chris. I'm super excited and I'm super stoked for your podcast. Yay! We've been waiting for this. I know. I'm so happy. Kawi really was part of the inspiration in starting this. She had a podcast called Brain of a Bad Bitch, which you guys should definitely go check out. Episodes are still live and amazing. You need to go listen. Thank you. So we are just going to be having a conversation. So I can't tell you exactly where this is going to go. But me either, me either. Our faces are so close to each other. I feel like we're gonna kiss each other. Like I feel like if we talk too loud, we're gonna spit into each other's mouths. <laughs> so intimate. <laughs> Guys, we're trying to have good audio for you, which means we're getting nice and cozy together. Yes, yes. Even though our sweat molecules are definitely about to touch. <laughs> I have ordered a new microphone already, so that should be coming in before our next guest, hopefully. But for now, luckily it's Cowie, so we're just going to be real cuddly for this episode. Yes, I love it. I don't mind it at all. But honestly, look at you. You still get an Adanda with just one mic. Inspiration. See, guys, there's never an excuse of why you shouldn't go and do the thing. You always have to just get it done. Yep. But yeah, so we're just going to have a conversation today. We're definitely going to talk a little bit about the story of how we met, like we're lovers or something, and also just Callie's <laughs> journey and how she is manifesting in her life. Okay. Let's right, do let's it. Let's do it. Okay, so what do you remember from when we met? <laughs> I remember being, was, we were in middle school, right? Yeah, we were in middle school. Yeah, um, it was actually 10 years ago. Which is crazy is that? I never thought that I would have a friend that long. Me either. I mean, yeah, we had our little um, on and off moments, but. <laughs> it's been 10 that's years. Like, how could we that's not? That's half of our lifetime that we've been together. That's so crazy. Oh my gosh. You're like, yeah, my longest friend, I think. Oh I'm my God, think, I'm honored. No, 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 sorry, I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of them, though. I mean, one that I still hang out with a lot. You're my long, probably my longest, closest friend. I guess I have one other friend that's, like, a little bit longer than you, but I don't get to see her as much because she doesn't live here. But as far as people I see a lot, it's Cowie. (laughs) No, yeah, I just remember... Well, you don't remember me, but I remember you because we played volleyball. And Mm -hmm. I remember being like, huh, that is, like, only one pretty girl on this team. That girl's so pretty. And then um, my fr- my best friend at the time in middle school um, was dating that guy. And then um, I saw you on Instagram through him. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the girl that I've seen playing volleyball. Me, like, as if I'm checking you out. Like, oh, my God. And then I clicked on your Instagram. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this girl is so cool. Like, the way that she – this one picture I remember is the water park picture. And you <laughs> – 
Dad, you know those keys that you could, like, unlock the water park lockers? You had it, like, all the way up on top of your, um, arm. (laughs) She's talking about, you know those, like, coil keychain bracelet rings? Yeah. Yeah, it was just on my arm. It was, like, on her arm, but it was, like, placed so cool, and she looked so cute in her bikini, and I was like, oh my gosh, this girl is so cool. When I go to water park, I'm gonna, like, put the key on my arm just like that and take a picture. (laughs) (laughs) That's so fucking funny that that's what you remember. It's so weird. It's so freaking weird. I definitely felt the same, though, because, like she said, we met through our mutual friends who were, like, dating each other, Mm -hmm. and so... I think it was, like, a plan for all of us to go to the carnival together, 50th State Fair. Right. Were we going to be each other's dates? I think so. <laughs> but that didn't end up happening. But I also, like, seeing Kaoya on Instagram, I thought she looked so cool. So, Aww. like, I wanted to be her friend. And so I think we just started, like, okay, this was before Instagram DMs were a thing. Dude, <laughs> my Instagram name was Keep Dreaming Dreamer XO. What was yours? I think mine was Chris Taylor. Oh, so you're normal. Okay, got it. <laughs> but because there was no Instagram DMs, you couldn't, like, just, like, directly reach out. You had to, like, tag each other in, like, an old photo and exchange numbers Dude, like that. we're just commenting each other's numbers on top of our pictures. Can you imagine if we were doing that nowadays? That'd be insane. That's really crazy. But we would still, like, go back, like... Like, maybe, like, ten posts back so it's, like, hidden. And then we delete it after we're, like, in contact. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we found out that we lived literally, she lived right up the road from Up the me. road. Like, I could literally walk to her house and it would take me five minutes to get to your house. Well, okay, I lived pretty high up there in the Heights, so maybe ten minutes because I'm a pretty slow walker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. If I walked really fast, it would be five minutes. <laughs> True. Yeah. But in between, that was accurately about five minutes away, was this yeah. elementary school and so we planned to meet up there for the first time after At the meet. playground. That's so romantic. I know. <laughs> yeah, so we just met up. I think that I must have told my parents that I knew you from those friends that we had because I can't imagine them letting me go. Like, my dad was super them. overprotective. I don't know what I told my mom. <laughs> I, I think I lied. Well, you were with Bryson too, so oh, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was, I was with, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said that I was going to the park with Bryson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we just sat at the bench and we're just talking story. And I gave you the crayons that I made, the crayon people. Yes, that's so funny. Kawi was into doing like melted crayon <laughs> molding at the time. I thought it was so cool. <laughs> reminds me of like those body wax those body wax what <laughs> those body wax candles people make now I was doing it before I was making little crayon men I don't know what you're talking about about body wax you candles. know like you know like Kim Kardashian she has her body perfumes oh yeah they use like that kind of like molding <laughs> I was doing it beforehand I was making little Korean I don't know why I'm calling them Korean they weren't <laughs> Korean they had no ethnicity gingerbread <laughs> men <laughs> sleepover mm-hmm. I went over to Cowie's house and we were just cruising like living it up yeah really? taking pictures of each other with my dream catcher yes in yeah. your bedroom no that was a, that, yeah in the room upstairs all by ourselves <laughs> this is only the second day we're hanging out and I'm like mommy I have a new best friend can she sleep over 
Yeah. So I slept over and it was cool. And then the next day we both had family things going on. Oh, yeah. So I went to Nanakuli with Kawi. <laughs> and her family literally is calling me Kawi. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, Kawi, Kawi. And I'm over there looking. And they're, they're over there looking at Krista. And I'm like, I'm over here. And they're like, who's that girl? I'm like, oh, that's my new friend, Krista. And they're like, she looks just like you. I'm like, you. <laughs> yeah, I was so honored by that. I was like, I felt so flattered because I thought Kali was, I mean, I still think so, but I just thought she was gorgeous. So whenever I get that comment, I was like, yeah. I was flattered. I was like, oh my gosh. And then we just took it to a whole nother level. We're like, we are twins. <laughs> like everyone that we're sisters. Yeah. We're sisters. <laughs> yeah. And then later that day we went to my family's thing and they said the same thing. Like, wow, you guys really look alike. And one of my favorite instances ever of this, I don't know if I've ever told you this. Oh my god, I'm excited. Okay. At one point when I switched schools and I was a new girl, these two girls came up to me and they were like, oh my god, you look just like this girl I know. And so since I always get that we look alike, I was like, oh, who? Because I was hoping to see you, right? <laughs> anyway, they're like, oh, her name is Cowie, but you're way nicer than her. What? And I said... Oh, Kawi, yeah, that's my, my best friend. <laughs> oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Wait, they wait. went to school. Oh my god, they're such haters. <laughs> they just hated me because the boys they liked liked me instead. <laughs> no, really, I dated them. <laughs> that's terrible. Well, it's not my fault. But no, no, that's, that's never so your mean. Fault. I know, I thought it, I, I was like, just so happy to say like oh yeah that's like my best friend and they just like didn't really know what to say and then we just kind of like parted ways but yeah I don't know I just thought that was so funny when I was thinking about this episode that's so <laughs> funny oh those girls yeah 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 <laughs> anyways <laughs> okay so can you tell me a little bit about what it was like growing up as Cowie? oh um, okay, so my parents had me at a very young age, as you know, they had me at my mom was pregnant with me at 17 and then gave birth to me at 18. So both of my parents were 18 and in high school. Um, yeah, so my parents broke up at two. And then I have a stepmom and a stepdad now. And I was always trading houses, which you also know, because every time we'd want to hang out, I wasn't in Wahiwa. <laughs> so yeah, so I would trade houses and stuff. And it was very um, the households are very different. My father is very Christian and, um, a lot more strict, whereas my mom is more like, mm, what would you say? Um, she, what would you say? I don't want to call it secular. <laughs> what would you say? My I, mom was a little more loose, I guess. She was a little more like, she wanted to introduce me to things that I wouldn't know going to church, if you get what I'm saying. But there was, it was a different kind of strict at my mom's house because my dad at my mom's house is a cop. So it was two different kind of stricts. It was just like, but at the same time, like having two different kind of households like that where like, um, you know, more morals are a little bit different and whatever. It was like I had to kind of change myself every time I went somewhere different. So at my dad's house, I was one cowie. Then at my mom's house, I was another cowie. Then at my, at school, I was another cowie. And then <clears throat> with like at church, I'm a different cowie. You know what I mean? So I was always kind of changing myself to like match the environment. So yeah, there's that. And then I went to Christian school my whole life. 
And then once I went to high school, I went to Kamehameha, which my parents thought was more so a Christian school. Uh, no. So <laughs> I um, had culture shock. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh, like, what are all these things? You know, I didn't know about drugs back then. I really didn't know about sex either. And I didn't know so much things. And I just got, like, introduced to it so quickly at Kamehameha. Not saying that Kamehameha is a, a bad school. Probably wouldn't send my kids there, but... <laughs> That's saying something. Yeah, like, it just was so different for me. And so with that, my whole outlook on life kind of changed because I was just like, oh, like, you know, like, growing up Christian and having pastor grandparents as well, my stepmom's a pastor, I kind of had a hmm, standard that I was supposed to live by where, like, you know, no sex till marriage, like, no drinking, no partying, all this kind of stuff. So I come in, a lot of people did that. And then I was like, I want to be a part of that. So then that's when my rebellious, like my more so, my parents thought it was bad in middle school. I was texting boys. Oh no, honey. <laughs> my real rebellion years came out. I was, my parents were like, what do we do with her at this point? They were going to take me out of school, like all this stuff. So yeah, but you know, over awe um I'm very grateful for how I was raised my parents like never my parents always taught me to be the best version of myself and to always be myself which I really appreciate my mom more so was always like don't be apologetic for who you are because you are who you are and that's how God made you which I really like it took me a long time to truly understand that um especially even till today like I'm still trying to like you know, fully um, apply that to my life um, because, yeah, just church is such a different thing, you know, out like outside, you know? Absolutely. I know that I feel like we're both pretty spiritual people at this point in our life, which I'm grateful for. But for both of us, it started really in church. That's like where our spirituality started. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I think that we both definitely have a good relationship with God Mm -hmm. at this point, and we both talk to him and stuff. Mm -hmm. But what was experience like going to church as you got older? So growing up, I was always afraid. You know, like I was always like, if I do this, like I'm going to go to hell. You know, kind of like that. And as I got older, I was just like so, I felt so guilty. Like I always felt so guilty going to church because... Um, you know, our, our <laughs> lives now and what in the years that we live in now is so different from our parents. Like we have social media, we have all these different shows on TV. We're introduced to a lot more secular things and mm-hmm. earlier and nowadays it's even earlier, you know what I mean? So it's like what I see on the TV, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just saw that. Now it's in my mind. Now I don't know how to get rid of it. And now I'm thinking about it while I'm at church, you know, and now I feel guilty and I'm going to hell. Yeah, it was just, it was weird getting older. But then as time went on, I realized that I can't make other people's relationships with God my relationship with God. Like my relationship with God is going to be totally different from other people. So yeah. Yeah, I definitely feel you. And I feel like some of the things that I took from my time of going to church regularly, and I also was in private school for a part of my life where it was like part of the curriculum was remembering Bible verses Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. As far as that goes, even, I feel like being forced to have tests on the Bible and stuff kind of gave me a disconnect. 
um, it was like a class and something that I had to pass more than like an actual connection. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely a lot of things that I love to take from that, like the how they interpret how much God loves us. Like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's, like, apparent, but, like, tenfold, like, Mm -hmm, or even mm -hmm. more. It's just... Because when I think of, like, pure love and unconditional love, I definitely can channel that through, like, how my parents treat me and love Mm -hmm, me. mm -hmm. And so to think that God loves me even more than that, Mm -hmm. or the universe, it's, like, that's just super cool, and it shows that he would want what's best for me totally totally yeah I totally agree with that yeah I mean going to church and having Christian values and growing up with that definitely is my foundation as a person so like morally that's that's just where a lot of my morals come from where I decipher what's right and wrong Mm -hmm. but I had to realize that you know like shit happens and I shouldn't feel terrible as if I'm gonna go to hell and the fear to the point where I feel like I can't even talk to God. Like, I got to the point where I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I don't even want to pray anymore. You know, because I was just, like, so afraid of, like, what I was going through that was so bad. Like, my parents made me feel so bad, you know. But, I mean, I'm very grateful that I did grow up in the church because, I mean, it did taught me, teach me a lot. Like, how, you talk, how you're talking about God's unconditional love. Like, when I was in my darkest places, I had to remind myself, like, hey, like, there's someone that does love you a lot and that cares about you and will never, ever turn his back on you, and that is God, you know? But then nowadays, like, we have crystals <laughs> and we have zodiacs and we have horoscopes, and I was never, I wasn't allowed to, like, even believe in Santa Claus, okay? Like, my grandma, like, my grandma told me that Santa Claus is witchcraft at three years old. That's so crazy. Like, that's how, yeah. Wow, you grew up in, like, a really intense surrounding I mean they they were taking it to a level that's further than most people would well yeah my grandma I mean my grandma just been has been through so much um my dad wanted me to believe in Santa Claus you know (laughs) like he was very upset that she told me that Santa Claus was witchcraft but my grandmother she had such a hard life and like to the point where she turned to drugs like she was doing like acid like she was on some hippie shit you know what I mean so when she finally my grandpa used to call it um boom shock a bullet nut <laughs> yeah your grandma used to boom shock a bullet nut anyways <laughs> I think after that once she got out of that and like you know she got she was saved and she started like um devoting her life to Christ it just was like full force like very extreme where she wanted to put that onto others so yes Santa Claus is witchcraft zodiacs and horoscopes and crystals and anything that wasn't praying to god jesus is witchcraft so then that puts me in the state of mind like okay all these other religions are wrong everyone is wrong and i'm right you know and that's not a good place to be and like my my parents my mom used to be like you're not better than other people just because you go to church doesn't make you better than other people and in my head i'm like I am better than other people, you know what I mean? Because that's how I grew up. I I totally understand, and I think that it's good that you had your mommy's house to go to, too, where Mm -hmm. she would just tell you things in a different perspective than that and just kind of balance everything out of it. Yeah, totally. Because, like, now, like, I love crystals, and I love, I mean, obviously we both share that love for crystals and for, um the universe and for guides and angels and I like before I was very afraid to get in tune with that but I'm so happy now that I did because you know what crystals 
come from the earth and God created the crystals, you know? That was something that I definitely dealt with too because of all of the same reasons of growing up going to church, like that crystals were witchcraft and all of that. But when I really thought about it, you're so right. These things are made from the earth and the soil and all of that. And how can you even say that God didn't create that? And the fact that they have all of these cool abilities and properties that can help us with my knowledge of God, the universe loves me so much and loves all of us so much. Why wouldn't he want to give us different tools Mm -hmm. that could help us to connect with him and just help us to feel good and do well in this life? Like he wants the best for us. Exactly. It's like, it's like saying, I'm not going to take medicine because God is going to heal me. You know what I mean? But it's like, yeah, God can totally heal you. But he obviously gave man the wisdom to create this medicine to make you better. You know what I mean? And, like, it's just tools to, like, make you better. Just like the Bible is a tool to make you better. You know? Yes, I definitely agree. That's like that meme. I don't know if you remember it. It's pretty old, but it's like a guy, like, falls off of the a boat. The boat one? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and so, in case you guys don't know what yeah, we're talking about them. yet, it's like, the guy falls off the boat and he's drowning and the people on the boat are like throwing him tubes and ropes and stuff. And they're like, come on, grab on. And he's like, no, my God is going to save me. My God is going to save me. And then he dies. And then he's like, what happened? And God's like, I was trying to give you the rope. <laughs> yeah, three boats, okay? Like, dang. <laughs> but yeah, so I think that, I think it's all about, you know, your heart and your intentions and um, God always will see your heart. And that's what I had to realize that he, he knows he is all knowing and he knows that I love him and that you love him. And you know, so why, why feel bad? Absolutely. I feel the same. And it's, I think that guilt is definitely there just because of a lot of what's taught in church of it has to be this exact way. But I just feel like my relationship with God and the universe is so undeniable and the guidance that I get is so undeniable Mm -hmm. it's like I know that you're there for me and you love me even though I'm not doing it in this exact way Mm -hmm. but with that like what kind of um introduced you to manifesting um so yeah going back to church I've always known of the word manifestation I mean they use that in church it's the same thing really yeah it's the same thing as um having faith you know, so they'd be like, you know, you need to really? ma- yeah. Manifesting and faith is the same thing, basically. I mean, I do see how you feel like that. I just have never heard when I was going to church them use that term. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So my church is a very faith-driven church where like you see it in your head, you like call it out and you just believe it so hard that it's gonna come. You just gotta manifest it. Like that's that's how my church was is. So now in this day and age when we talk about manifesting, it's not really new to me, but once I think, um, so I have a good friend, um, Raven, her mom, she is like a light worker. She does yoga. She, her name's Jessica Nivalu. She's a light worker. She's the one that introduced me to like crystals and, um, you know, guidance cards and all that stuff. So like hanging around Raven more, I got to get to know her mom more. And she was actually the one that, like, gave me my first reading 
and was talking to me about like the manifestation how manifestation works and I kind of like was like okay yeah yeah okay I get it like you believe it to see it kind of thing like you believe it and it'll happen right and then once you and I started to talk about it um and like how manifestation started to work in your life Krista then showed me um this movie called The Secret and then there everything changed I was like whoa like I didn't realize how much things can actually happen if you truly truly just you can manifest anything into your life like it's like the power of prayer in a way you know like you pray and you believe that it's gonna happen like okay god like I really want to get this job please god I really want this job then you'll be like okay god's gonna get me that job he's like I already got that job that's that's how you're praying right and then um what's it called it's the same thing you know what I mean then it happens but I didn't realize that's the same thing as manifestation, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, I I feel similarly because, well, I always heard the term manifesting thrown around, like, on social media and just around. But I didn't really understand what that meant until the first time that I watched The Secret. And then I really understood how even when we don't want it to work, it's still totally working. So, for example, when you're kind of stuck in a negative space that can attract more of the thing you don't want towards you. So it's really about just thinking of things with the best case scenario in mind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that'll kind of bring that to you instead of worrying about all of these things that could be go wrong or the worst case scenario, because that's just making you more magnetic towards those things. Mm -hmm. So... That was something that I, to this day, I'm still working on because I'm such a worrier. I feel like. (laughs) Well, you're definitely better at it. Like, you help me not to worry. (laughs) Oh, thank you. And it's definitely easier to tell other people to be like, yeah, definitely. It's like break up with your boyfriend, but you ain't going to break up with your boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Like, yeah. Telling you, like, it's going to work out. Like, I believe in you, Kawi. I know you can do this, like, without a doubt. It's way easier than telling yourself, like, you got this, Krista. Yeah, 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 totally. (laughs) It's totally a different world. But with everything that I've kind of learned over time, I'm like, okay, you need to do this. And when I start going into, like, a spiral of, like, worry, I'm just like, okay, I I need to catch myself at some point. And at this point, I'm grateful that I can a lot of times. Mm -hmm. And then it's just like, okay, you need to stop thinking about this immediately mm-hmm. and think about the exact opposite, the best possible case scenario, totally. and focus on that. Or even just change your mind onto something else that's mm-hmm. totally yep. unrelated. Yeah. When something shitty happens or there's a shitty situation going on in our life, sometimes when we're so close to it and we're so stuck in like feeling junk about it, it's like it's way harder to find a solution and the path to getting to the solution is just miserable, basically. So even if we can't feel good about any outcome of this, or we can't like get ourselves to feel good about that, if we can even just switch our mindset onto something that makes us feel good, like literally anything, you can think about like your pet or like just anything that makes you feel lighter and better, then once you're in a happier space, the good outcome will come to you or the good way to handle the situation will come. Mm-hmm. And so it's just kind of stepping back and you don't have to feel bad about not putting all of your energy into figuring this out right now. 
because the more that you step back and just feel better, the more the best thing you can do will come to you. Definitely. I I remember um, hearing this one quote that was like, okay, you've asked for the things from the, from, or you've asked for the things you wanted from the universe, but now it's time to step back and like, let the universe play around with it. Like you have to give the universe a chance to take care of that now. And that's all about having faith. You know, you manifest and you have to have faith that it's actually going to happen. And bringing up like, talk about worrying and stuff like that. I don't think people realize that manifesting isn't all like unicorns and rainbows you know like you can worry yourself into manifest you can worry so much that you manifest the bad things and my grandma taught me that it's called foreboding which Mm. I didn't like put it piece it together until later on but it's called foreboding because I remember worrying about something so much and she was like but you know Cowie you're foreboding I'm like what is foreboding she's like foreboding is worrying about something so much that it's just gonna that it's what your mind is on, like what is taking over your mind that you're going to just have that come happen into your life. It's like, okay, I'm very worried that I'm going to get a speeding ticket. You know, like you just think, you keep thinking about how I'm going to speed ticket. Then eventually you're going to get a speeding ticket. You know what I mean? Like it's just, you can manifest good and bad things. So that's why it's like, yeah, like as soon as you have a bad thought, kick it out. You know what I mean? There's this one quote actually that I wanted to share. So it was says, you have to, you have to kick people out of your head as forcefully as you would kick someone out of your house if you didn't want them to be there. And that's just, like, bad thoughts, you Okay, know? Like, do you mean, like, kick people? Oh, so, like, 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 if you're thinking about someone that, like, you, so, like, say you're, th- you're thinking about, like, a person that you just absolutely hate, mm-hmm. you know, or, like, you just don't like them, or, like, uh-huh. they've done you wrong, and you just keep thinking and thinking and thinking, or someone that didn't text you back even, like, a guy that's not texting you back, you're so worried about it, you know? It's like, Okay, kick that person out of your head as forcefully as you would want, as you would kick them out of your house. And that's the same with bad thoughts, you know? Yeah. Your head, your mind, your body is your, is your temple. And you have your house, which is your mind. And it's like, would you want bad energy in your house? No. So why are you letting it inside of your mind? Like, kick it out, you know? So, but it's not that easy. No, 100%. That's exactly what I was just going to say. It's like so easy to say it. Like every time you have a bad thought, just get rid of that bitch. But it's 100% super freaking difficult, even especially the worse that it gets, the more it's like so hard to get rid of it. And I know this, but I know too that both Cowie and I have not mastered this by any means yet. Oh, yeah, hell no. But it's the goal <laughs> for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, manifesting definitely works in bad ways. Or, I guess, it can affect things badly if you're manifesting from a negative space. And basically, we're all using the law of attraction 100% of the time. Mm-hmm. So, even if we don't want it or believe that it's working, it's still kind of doing its thing. So, yeah, there's definitely both sides to it. Mm -hmm. But do you have any good manifesting stories that, like, of making, attracting something to you that stoked you out that you'd, like, like to talk about? Sure. Um, My dream is to be an entertainer. Like, I, like, want to be a personality entertainer or I guess that's what you call it like a host you know and so I went onto the radio station and did something called Wild Wahine on 98.5 and 
seeing the dynamics and like being there and talking to the mic and all this stuff I was like oh my gosh like this is what I want to do and I was already doing my podcast so I was super stoked about the podcast already I was like yeah like this is like something I can see myself doing forever you know so doing the, doing that I was like oh my gosh this is what I do so I'm like asking them like how can I do this like where do I go to, I was like ready to go back to school I was like damn I'm just gonna have to raise money to go back to school like go fund me you know no, anyways um they were like you don't want to do this and I'm like no I do like this is what I want to do and so they're like okay well you know summer um this person is leaving and we're looking for someone to fill that spot and we think you'd be a great addition to this crew so come and join us we'll keep in touch blah 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 I'm like okay yeah I just wanted to add that while Kawi's on this wild wahine Wednesday I don't know if you guys have ever like listened to that show in the morning but basically, it's usually like the girls come on, they do their little show where the people are calling in and everything, and then the girls go. For Kawi's episode, <laughs> they actually asked her to stay on, and she stayed on for like the entire long? show. Yeah, she stayed on for that whole morning show, just talking stories. Yeah, they, just, they like let me just talk on top of the on top of the mic and on the live radio, and like morning shows are very like. It takes you years to get to a morning show, you know? So I'm like, oh, they're talking, like, talking my crap, you know? And, like, making fun of the, the host of the radio show. And then um, they made me sing. They made me sing my favorite karaoke song, which is Turn the Lights Down Low by Lauren Hill. And, oh, my God, it was just, like, I'm like, oh, my God, I hate this. But anyways. But yeah. she she has a really nice voice, so it was totally fine. Like, she sounded really good. Which I almost started crying. <laughs> I was like, I hate them, I hate them. But yeah, it was cool. So yeah, so they told me that um, to, you know, keep in touch during the summer, whatever, whatever. Um, COVID came around in March. Um, you know, chances of being on the radio got a little more slim. And I didn't hear from them in the summer. And I was like, okay, like I was literally like putting like all my eggs into that basket, you know, like, yeah, that's where I'm going to be. But then, you know, I started to realize, you know, maybe... That radio show, which was um, more reggae, local, um, maybe isn't for me. You know, that's not really my style. So, um, but I knew that radio was what I wanted to do. I, sorry to cut no. you off, but I just love that because, like I said, God, the universe is always guiding us. So, sometimes the universe has to put things in our path that are going to get us closer to the end goal mm -hmm. because just giving it all one crack although that can happen is like a lot so I think that them inviting you on to do that little segment in the show was just like hey I think this like is for you so introduce you to it and that's all that you had to get out of that right. to get that dynamic of talking with them and stuff and just the fact that they let you stay on is like mm -hmm. a huge testament to the fact that they liked the chemistry, they liked what you were adding to the table. And so that was like your one breadcrumb in the direction. Mm -hmm. And then you got to reflect and with all of your inner work of talking to God and everything, mm -hmm. you got to this realization. Exactly, exactly. And that's why I'm so grateful for quarantine too, because I mean, I understand and I feel, you know, my heart is very heavy for those who um, weren't doing well during the quarantine. Personally, I think quarantine was the best thing ever for me. I was partying so much. Um, every time there was a party, every chance there was to go drink and go out and go to the club, I was there. 
you know, and um, with the clubs and everything being literally shut down, like I had to just stay home and thank the Lord for that because I don't think, it, I think if there was a, there was no quarantine, I'd still be in that same lifestyle and it just was not healthy. So anyways, um, back to the whole radio thing. Um, yeah, so I still knew that I wanted to do radio. So during quarantine, I started to manifest that I'd be on a radio show. Any radio show. I was like, you know what, God, like, put me anywhere. Like, I, I want to be anywhere. Like, I just want to be there. And, yeah, like, a.m., it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you want me there at 3 a.m. till friggin', like, 10 a.m.? Like, I'll be there, you know? I just, I didn't care. And then nothing was happening. And so that um, first lockdown ended, and I went back to um, my restaurant job. Um, I was upset that I was back at my restaurant job. I was like, you know, like, I hate going backwards like I absolutely hate looking in the rearview mirror and seeing myself still there you know and so I was like hey no this is not what I want to do like I want to be on the radio so then I saw I think I watched something or read something and it was like you need to get clear on your intentions Mm -hmm. you need to get clear on exactly what you want because just putting spitting it out there like puke it's not going to help you you know because then you might end up in the wrong place or something hi guys sorry to interrupt But I did want to mention that at this point in the episode, for some reason, the microphone got disconnected. So unfortunately, the audio might not be as good for the rest of the episode. And I apologize and I promise that I'm just learning as I go and I will make this better for future episodes. But we talked about some really cool stuff and I still think the content was really good. So I hope you guys can still enjoy. Okay, back to the episode. So I was like, okay, God, this radio station is where, well, okay, no, I went between two radio stations, actually, and it still wasn't happening, so I was like, okay, 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 I'll, I'll choose one. <laughs> then, so I was like, okay, this radio station is where I want to be. And then I was manifesting, manifesting, I was like, okay, no, I can't just sit here and manifest. Like, I gotta go and, like, do a little research. I gotta, like, you know, put my, like, dreams into action a little. So I started to research if they were looking for people. And then I saw that there was an application, actually, or, like, they were looking for people back in 2019. It's 2020. So I'm like, all right, this is a long shot. Maybe I should just send it in. Like, I don't know if they're still looking for a position. So I asked them if they're, if they're still looking for people. And anyways, um, I ended up going in, meeting the uh, manager, having an interview, and um, yeah, I ended up, he was, well, first, actually, he was, he was like, ah, I don't know, like, you know, I don't know if you really wanted, like, he just didn't really think that I was truly wanting to do it, and like, with my heart. He kind of was like, uh, he, she's an influencer, like, she just wants the clout kind of thing, you know? But, yeah. Which was fair, like, yeah. I mean, because... I just think lots of girls that have the following that you do would just be doing it because they think that it's the cool thing to do. But knowing you and hearing how much this desire is on your heart, like I know that you truly want this and you would like dedicate yourself to doing whatever you need for this. Yeah, you don't even know, like I'm on the phone with him, like, no dude, like I really want to do this, like I want to do, I want to do, I was like over there talking him into believing me that I want to do this. He's like, all right, if you want to do this, I'll give you a call whenever, like, something pops up, but don't get your hopes up. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, okay, my hopes are up. So you're like, I'm, I'm, I'm in there. Like, I already know it, you know? So I'm, like, totally manifesting this, that he's going to give me a call. 
every single time he calls me, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's now. Like, he's, it's going to be now. He's going to say, come in, come in. Like, let's record. You know what I mean? So I'm just like super stoked every time he calls or texts me. And then it's like totally not even anything to do with what I'm hoping it's for, right? I'm like, oh, every time I'm like, nope, it's okay. It's okay. Because one day he's going to text or call me and he's going to be like, all right, Callie, like we got a spot, you know? So I was like, okay, I'm going to push this manifestation a little harder. I started listening to just that station every day in my car. Literally. <laughs> I love you and I love hearing the like details of the story because I she's been talking to me about this all along this journey, which has been for a while now. So I, I know what's going on generally, but hearing this <laughs> It's like, it's just so fun to me to see this. So please continue. Yes, I'm literally just listening to the station every day in the car. Like, I'm just like not even hooking up my phone anymore. Like, I just don't even care. I'm like just listening, trying to like hear how they talk. I'm in the morning. The after, every time I'm in the car, I'm listening to the station. Even when my friends are in the car, I'm like listening to the radio. They're expecting me to plug in my like iTunes or whatever. What's this? Apple Music, right? And then I'm like, oh, sorry. We got to listen to this station. <laughs> I'm not turning the station off for listening to the station. And they're like, all right, whatever. So, um, yeah, that was like another part of my manifestations. And um, I was writing it down. I wrote it up on my mirror. Like, I am going to be a radio host for this station specifically. And I would look at it in the mirror every single day. Just repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. Finally, oh, I also didn't tell very much people about that call. Um, actually, I don't think I told anybody about that one call. Uh, and then finally I was having a guest stay over at my house like for a week and um, I had to go get them from the airport they're coming from the airport that night before that I had to go get them from the airport um, my friend calls me and he's like hey Cowie can you come in tomorrow morning and I'm like oh my god yes <laughs> you know what I'm like I'm not even thinking about like, I can come right now yeah, I'm literally I'm like not even thinking about the fact that I have to wake up at like five in the morning to go get this person from the airport you know I'm like yes like what I'm there whatever you know so but then after I thought about it I was like oh my gosh I don't even have time to go because I have to get this person from the airport you know like I so everything was so mixed up I was like how I was literally I was going to say hey can we reschedule can you imagine if I did that? How stupid that would have been. So, <laughs> Thank you for not doing I that. I know. Because it was literally the person I was speaking of was not even worth it. Okay. Like, let me just say that. But anyways, no, it was not. <laughs> but anyways, um, I made it happen. I met, I went to the station. I met the people I had to meet, had conversations. Dude, that conversation was so like, the person that I was talking to that I had to meet, um, the manager was actually trying to scare me was trying to scare me out of like wanting to do it, like wanting to do radio. And he was like, have, am I, he didn't even ask for my name yet, nothing. Like it was just like, I walk in, why do you want to be here? I'm like, oh, okay, let me just grab a seat. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let me strap myself in the seatbelt. You know what I mean? Like, damn. So um, I like explained to him about what I'm, why I want to do it. And he's like, okay, well, this is what you're going to have to deal with. Tell me all this stuff. He's like, are you scared yet? I'm like, no. Are you scared now? I'm like, no. And I know he's looking for my body language, you know? So I'm over there, like, at first I'm, like, at the edge of my seat like this. And then I'm, like, like squeezing my butt cheek, you know? And then all of a sudden I'm, like, you know what, Kelly, relax. Then I, like, lean back. In, I, like, lean back in my chair, cross my hands. And I'm just, like, chilling. He's, like, are you scared? I'm, like, nah. I'm, like, that doesn't mean that. He's, like, are you scared? I'm, like, nope, I'm not scared. And then finally he's, like, have I talked you out of taking this job yet? And I'm, like, you know, 
you're making me a little nervous i will say that but i'm not scared because this is where i want to be and this is what i want to do okay <clears throat> so epic and i know that people can truly see your confidence and the genuineness especially when they're coming at you so intensely trying to make you back out mm -hmm. but i think that a huge part of you handling that intense ass interview was because you got clear about exactly what you wanted ahead of time. Mm -hmm. You had all of the work. I mean, you could think about it like this. All of that time that it wasn't happening, maybe God was doing that on purpose so that you could get so freaking unbelievably clear about exactly totally. what you wanted. Mm -hmm. So when that situation occurred of him like just drilling you basically, it was like there was no doubt no matter what that guy said you were like i'm certain this is it mm -hmm. and i think that was exactly what needed to happen for that next step of it totally and honestly like i'm happy he did that to me you know what i mean because then it's like wow like i can like you said i can take that on i was ready for it like i'm glad it wasn't like hi like a normal interview like hi Callie. okay let's talk about like um your past work experience and this that i'm so glad it was the way it was you know like this was it made it all more like, whoa, like this is the radio world. Like this is entertainment world. You know what I mean? Like shit ain't easy. Like they're going to come in hard on you. And so like for him being like that, it just makes like, all right, I can't expect kindness all the time. You know, like people are going to be hard on me. But yeah, so since then, like I've been working on it some more. And yeah, there's just things that are going to come in the future. So yeah. I'm so excited to see this unfold for you. And I know from being your friend and hearing about like the play by play as things have been unfolding that you're just getting closer and closer to your goal of mm -hmm. being there. Thank you. And I didn't know if you wanted to get deep into exactly what this big manifestation is, but I'm super stoked that you did because now we have this <laughs> evidence, I guess. That's a weird way to put it, but this thing of her setting this intention. And so when she gets there, we can look back and be like, she's been working on this and she deserves this she's been putting in the work she's been putting the good energy toward it like i just think that's so exciting yeah thank you unsuccessful manifestations are always so like inspiring and make me so happy but thank yeah. you chris has honestly been there to support me through everything so thanks she's literally the one like howie it's fine it's gonna be okay like you got this you're gonna kill it like you're made to do this i'm like thank you crystal like i, I needed that you know <laughs> I mean, a hundred percent because I always tell Callie that she's a true funny girl. Like I am a girl who can have some funny moments. Like there's a few times that I can make people laugh, but Callie's just genuinely <laughs> funny. Like she, she's literally like funny on the, like off top all the time. And uh, like, you're definitely my funniest like girlfriend. Thank you. You know, honestly, that's my favorite compliment from anyone is that, oh my God, you're so funny. I'm like, oh my gosh. That's like, to me, that's a better compliment than being like, oh my gosh, you're so pretty. I'm like, ah, whatever. But they're like, you're hilarious. I'm like, yes, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, because you are pretty. And I think that's why, I mean, you're genuinely funny, but because you're so pretty, it makes it like surprising that you're this funny and cool too. And like I said in the beginning, you're also just so genuine. Like you're very authentically who you are and you will do what 
you would do regardless of who's around and what's going on, which is like a very admirable quality, I feel like. And also gets me into a lot of trouble, but thank you for thinking that it's admirable. Um, Krista, I'm a little upset that you don't think you're funny because I think you're hilarious, but I think you don't try to be funny and that's what makes you funny. It's like <laughs> literally just the words that come out of your mouth. I'm like, oh my God, did you just say that? Like, it's so funny to me. You're just so blunt, that's why. It's the Taurus. Yeah, it totally is. It totally is. Every Taurus friend I have is so blunt that they don't even try to be funny. It's just the, the stuff that they say. It's like, like people wouldn't usually say that. So you're just like, oh my God, you know? Well, I'm grateful that you think that I'm funny. Yeah. I don't think I would hang out with you if I didn't think you were funny. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that all of my friends are like, like they make me laugh and it's fun to talk to them because... Yeah. Otherwise, like, why would you hang out there? It's like, what is this friendship for? <laughs> yes, you know? very true. Yeah. But you're just the funniest of all, and that's my Oh, thanks. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that makes me feel so good. Don't tell me I'm too funny, because then I'm going to think everything I say is funny. I got to that point where I thought, nah, everything I say is so hilarious that it got me through so much trouble that I was like, you know, tease people, and then they literally start crying. I'm like, oh, shit. I, I'm so sorry, <laughs> you know? Because that's how no. my dad is. My, my dad gives me that kind of humor where he, like, he laughs at, like, people's misery. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, if somebody fell down and broke a leg, I'd be like, oh, shit, are you okay? <laughs> and then help them up, you know? Like, it's just like, yeah. But anyways, that's where I had to realize that not everything is a joke. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think it just depends on the person because... Some people can like joke around and just like take everything as a joke, but some people can't. And I feel like my friends know that like they can joke with me, but they can't take it too far. Like I'll like start like low key getting hurt. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I think that all of my friends know that about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, once I went to therapy, when I first started therapy, um, <laughs> the first session. I was making my therapist crack up the whole time. You know, I'm just cracking up, whatever, we're laughing. I'm like, wow, this is going so great, you know? And then at the end of that, she's like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, so I can tell, like, you hide a lot of pain and hurt behind that beautiful smile of yours. And laughing is, like, one of your coping mechanisms. And I'm like, bitch, you don't even know me, okay? Like, what? I was like, what in the world? but you're right you know <laughs> dude I felt the same way with my therapist like she was so blunt and like she didn't sugarcoat shit like she would just tell me how Which it I was me too like yeah. I really appreciated that like she was real as fuck and like I loved her like it was so nice going while I was and like I just gained so much from that experience I, I miss you Becky Becky if you ever see this I miss you so much <laughs> sorry I stopped coming to see you things got a little rougher than it should have I should have went back <laughs> it was bad Becky Becky where were you when I needed you <laughs> she's like I was waiting for you Howie no literally this girl was so cool Krista you would have loved her she was like a like tie-dye hippie and like she would just be outside in her front lawn like smoking your stove waiting for me she'd be like hey oh one second like and I put it out be like all right let's go inside the room you know and then me starts crying you know <laughs> I hate my boyfriend <laughs> oh my goodness yes yeah, she's great okay Speaking of boyfriends, you'll understand why this is the segue, but right now it doesn't make that much sense. Last week, you told me something funny that what? about signs and how you just like ask for lizards for everything or something like that. Shut up! <laughs> that makes me 
explain what you mean because I have something to go to. Okay, okay. Okay, so this is kind of to do with manifesting, right? We're not that far off the track, okay? So Krista told me that, um, you know, she, now she has her boyfriend, Tama, who we absolutely love, and we just want to thank the universe for him, and thank you, Tama, for making my girl happy, all right? Um, anyway, she told me, yeah, like, when she first met Tama, she met him on a walk, and then she was like, Kawi, like, I asked the universe to show me a sign, and this is the one I'm going to see butterflies. Okay, wait, backtrack a little bit, because it actually started deeper than this. So in my past relationship, I was like, kind of, I mean, I thought that it was okay, but the fact that I asked this in this state was like a sign. But okay, so I read this book where it was talking about asking the universe for guidance and how to get clear guidance because lots of times we just ask stuff and then we're like waiting for an answer and we're like, so what is it? And we just don't know how to get the answer. So one of the ways that they taught was to ask for signs and so they put it as you have to be specific about what the sign is because then you can get the answer so for example I was like if this isn't the relationship for me show me butterflies and in the book it's like whatever sign comes to mind first like whatever thing just trust that that's it and just go with it like don't be like butterflies it's kind of weird maybe I should pick bees or something like that like just like trust that whatever comes into your mind first like that's your sign so I'm like okay I put that out into the universe show me butterflies if this relationship isn't right for me literally the next day I go on to a shoot in this garden location butterflies freaking everywhere like choke I'm like oh my god okay and then I even get it Shit, like because, wait, wait, because you asked for a sign as for butterflies, it, it feels like 
good, right? Well, I didn't like re-ask. It was just, I asked if the other relationship wasn't right, then show me that. So I kind of felt like the universe was telling me, mm, okay, like, now this is the- see, this is the reason that I made you end that. Like, this is right. Aww. And it was even like so crazy. I wish I was paying attention more, but I remember we were just talking story, listening to music. And then through this song, there was like a lyric that was like talking about butterflies. And it's like, I'm falling in love. And I'm like, Shut up. so gushy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, whoa, this should be a movie. You know? <laughs> it was just like, really, I'm grateful for that guidance. Like, it just made me feel so sure about everything. And eventually I told Tama about it. So it's like, definitely, we see it as a sign and we like painted butterflies on each other's surfboards and stuff. How cute is that? Painting <laughs> each other's surfboards. Wow, good enough. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but so tell me about after hearing that story how you started using yeah so so Kristen tells me the story and I'm like mind blown I'm like whoa that is insane like I'm inspired you know like I'm gonna start doing this so I was talking to this one guy at the time and I was like he was giving me a hard time I was like all right god if he ain't the one show me puppies you know so I'm like okay puppies yo I started seeing like commercials of puppies like puppies everywhere I'm like Oh my god, this is so overwhelming. Like, <laughs> right, yeah. like, Alright, nah, nah, nah. Alright. Alright, God, one more time. If you ain't the one, show me baby geckos. Next thing you know, baby geckos popping up everywhere. I'm like, what the okay, okay, I get it. So yeah, that that's how I try to use Krista's little inspirational story. So and but if I use it again actually. In texting a boy, I was like, okay, if I should text this boy. You are going to show me this specific number straight in my face, okay? <laughs> like 30 minutes, and I gave it a time limit too. I said, within the next hour. Oh my gosh, sis, you were confident. I was. <laughs> you you did not. Wait, wait, what was the question? If you should have texted him. Yeah, if I should text him. Wait, wait, if you should text him. Yeah, if I should text him. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. And yeah. so you got it? So 30 minutes after, I'm watching football, and the big number just right on top of the tv screen i'm like oh no 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 then i see the number over and over again on top of the screen i'm like oh nah like i'm not and i see it on top of my phone i'm like oh my gosh like this is just insanity so then i'm like hey i'm gonna forget about it you know <laughs> and so i went throughout like what i had to do next thing i know i'm watching the tv again see the numbers again and then i start hearing the main character in the show i was watching was that guy's name <laughs> and then I'm like, all right, you got me there. I'm going to text him. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I texted him. So how did it go? It went well. It went really well. Wait, is this who I'm thinking of? Yeah, it is. Wow. Yeah, it went very well. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So. That's pretty cool. Okay, I don't know why I thought that you were just like, literally, whenever you had a question, you're like, show me a lizard. Or a gecko. No, no. It's, I mean, I, I got a pendulum, and I tried to do that, and it started like, it just was so confusing because that pendulum, I don't know if I wasn't in tune or something, but I asked the pendulum if, like, you know, I sh- if I was going to marry this one person, the, the one with the geckos, I was asking about the geckos and the puppies. I was like, all right, am I going to marry this person? And it said yes. Yo, I don't know what that pendulum was on, but it was wrong, okay? Like, what the hell? I was not meant to be with that person at all. It was bad. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my goodness. Okay, well, anyway, so now you know how to ask for signs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I, I actually need to use this mechanism again.
I've definitely used this like in other things in my life too. And one time I went against what I just said, where it's like, you just, whatever comes to mind first, that's your sign, right? So I'm like, oh, wait, I don't know. Do I want it to be a bee or like a butterfly or like, uh, I don't think this case was a butterfly, like a bee or a dragonfly or like a ladybug. And then within like that afternoon, I saw all. Like, no! I was like, oh my gosh. Like, that's crazy. No! Your mind is so powerful. It's insane. You too. No, I'm just thinking the mind in general. Uh-huh. Yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah, your mind in general, like, everyone's mind in general, which we, I feel like people sleep on. Like, people don't realize how powerful your mind is. You can control so many things and, like, just literally make anything happen as long as you believe it's possible so like to say like i'm gonna make a million dollars tomorrow it is possible like like you could but the problem is that i don't actually believe that would happen but if i could get to the point where my mind was strong enough that i'm like it is happening i'm certain of it i believe that you could manifest that in that short amount of time because manifesting has no time limit it's about how you perceive it as like okay i'm gonna need to work for this thing and like all of that but you could it's just i i don't believe that i'm gonna do that unfortunately i'm not at that level yet but anyway that's my point it's kind of, i kind of had like an epiphany i don't know because like you know so you know in church how they say like you have a mind of christ or you or i have a mind of christ mm-hmm. and you know like studying or researching about like all this like guidance angels and manifestation universe work and um God has a very big, like, God can be the, well, they say that, what is it, like, God is within you, right? Mm-hmm. So, they do talk about, like, God and Christ and stuff, and so, having the mind of Christ, at first, I thought, like, okay, having a mind of Christ means I only think about Christian things, but mm-hmm. now that we're talking about this, it's that Christ or God, Jesus, whatever, um, can do anything. God or the universe is what makes things happen. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like it's in their or his hands or whatever, you know? It's like through him. It's through the universe and through God that things happen. So having a mind of Christ, we have the mind of Christ, is that we can do anything. Like our mind can do. Now I just had that epiphany. I just think that's kind of funny. It's like crazy. I definitely think that we have a mind of creation through him. Like, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just another epiphany that I had. I was like, whoa. <laughs> you know no for sure because i believe i thought of it so differently before like i only think about the bible and the bible verses and what my pastor said and this and that having a mind of christ i don't think about sex i don't think about this you know having a mind of christ but no it's that your mind is so strong god or the universe whoever you believe in gave you that mind that is so powerful that it, you literally can do anything yeah it's really cool. There's actually a good amount that I do take from those Bible verses and stuff I learned, even though in the moment, like I said, it, there was a disconnect because it was like for a test. But there's lots of Bible verses that when I'm meditating and... What is that, a chicken? <laughs> yeah, there's a what? chicken. <laughs> I'm so sorry if you guys can hear that chicken, but there's chickens at my house. They're my neighbor's outside, man. <laughs> so sorry if you hear interesting things in this audio, but... If you want this podcast, you just gonna sound like that. Oh it's, a, it's a girl chicken. It's a problem. Anyway, <laughs> sometimes when I'm meditating and I'm really asking for guidance, 
there's like Bible verses that will come through to me and I totally feel that they're exactly what I need to hear. Like one was like, trust in the Lord with all your heart and he will make your path straight. And 100%, like trust that there's a plan better than my own. I do think that God put the desires on our heart because that is the path for us and we're capable of those things. So it's not to say that that isn't what's going to happen, those things that I want. But I know that it might not always happen in the way that I'm thinking it would or that I would like force to happen. Sometimes there's ways that are way better than what I could think that it would just open itself Mm -hmm. up to me. Mm -hmm. And lots of times that's the best path to take. And that's the whole thing of manifesting too is that like you, okay, this is your desire. This is what you want. You've made it clear. You don't need to know the way. You don't need to know how you're going to get there yet. You just need to believe that you're going to get there. And like Martin Luther King Jr. said, He said, you don't have to see the whole staircase to get to your dream. Something like that. You don't have to see the whole staircase to get to your dream. Just take the first step. That's so true. Every successful person says that they didn't know how the hell they were going to get to be a billionaire. It was like all along the way, the steps were unfold in front of them the next thing to do. So it's like a lot of times you just have to freaking start in whatever our desire is and trust that God, the universe will give us the next steps along our way. Exactly. And it doesn't have to be huge leaps. Like it doesn't have to be that. Like your first step can literally be you writing it down on your mirror. Like how, you know, I did the radio thing. I wrote it down on my mirror. Are you just like saying it out loud and believing it? Like that's your first step, you know, in anything you do. But wait, I actually want to ask you a question. How do you meditate? Okay. So, I don't know the correct way of meditating. Like I never went to any kind of like meditation circles to see what to do. So basically I'm fully just winging it. And I don't know if this is correct, but at the same time, I think I'm just winging my meditation. Right. It's like, I think that it's just, sorry if people are really into meditating and they don't agree. But for me, I just feel like it's whatever my way of connecting. So I get my crystals, whatever's, like calling to me that day but always amethyst because i just feel really connected to amethyst and it's supposed to help with getting on your nexus so yeah i want my engagement ring to be amethyst like it's not that level oh you still have to send me that picture yes absolutely anyway so then i just sit and i put on on pandora meditation spa radio (laughs) literally (laughs) like look it up if you're looking for some common music (laughs) and then i just kind of close my eyes and i pray and ask for If I have something specific on my heart, then I'll ask for guidance on that. But most of the time, just like, please give me guidance on whatever you feel that I need. And then I'll just sit there and then I'll think about things that I'm grateful for. And I'll start with things that make me feel like, you know, that feeling in your chest of like, oh, like, yes, I'm so thankful for that. So I'll start with like the things that I know will like instantly get me there. Like my family, my bird <laughs> um oh. rest in rest peace, peace blue. Blue. Okay. <laughs> um just things that i'm certain will get me to that mind space and then i'll just like keep letting it trickle so i'm like literally like i'm so thankful for my mom i'm so thankful for my dad i'm thankful for good waves i'm thankful for the ocean like just letting it trickle into this like train of feeling good and just like getting that like good feeling in my chest to keep building and then I just do that for however long 
And then after that, I like to free write, which is um, something that I learned in this book called Super Attractor, which is supposed to just, it's another form to get guidance. So basically you just start writing, like even if you feel like it's nonsense, you just let your pen flow across the page. And then after some time, once you keep doing that, you can like start getting messages through that. So I really like to do that too. Mm -hmm. And it's like, for that, I literally get like, exact step by step on like things to do in my business and everything so I love to do it like that cool yeah because I've been kind of wanting to meditate more just to like I feel like it just like gets you in touch with your highest self as well you know so yeah because you know like if we just like lean on our own understanding like with the like like net like just now who we are what we're thinking everything now it's like you get so caught up in your mind that everything turns to shit like shit hits the fan you know what I mean so I was like, all right, like, like I'm going to try meditating. And it's hard. Like, For it's sure. It's hard exactly. to get to that place. Yeah. And I saw this one thing on Twitter, though, that this guy said, like, you're not supposed to have any thoughts. Okay, I know. I hear that a lot about meditation, too, where you're just supposed to be sitting in stillness. But I just can't. And I don't know how to get there either. That's why I just kind of made up my right, own kind right. of meditating. So I don't know if that's right. I pulled this card from my guidance deck, that's why. And I always keep getting this damn card. And it's in stillness, I receive. In stillness, I receive. And I'm like, damn, I don't know how to be still. Like, I think I have ADHD, if anything, you know? Like, I don't know. So the other day I went to the beach and, um, you know, I take my book, read, whatever. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try meditating, you know? So I try to sit in stillness and I literally it took me a little long to get to that point where I had no thoughts in my mind and I was asking a question about um something about a person you know that I'm like interested in so I was saying so (laughs) I'm meditating and the next thing you know I'm blank right then I hear this voice and I believe it was my higher self that's what I felt it was my higher self you know and I hear this voice just like bam is he even with you like that so sassy and I'm like whoa I go about your meditation and I'm like whoa okay what does that mean you know so I'm trying to get back to that point like I'm trying to get back to the point to like get more answers but then I couldn't get back to that point so I was like okay maybe that's all I needed to know so then I started writing and then I was like whoa that was so much clarity just that little phrase from that woman that just knew what the hell she like needed to know she was like is he even with you you're freaking like, why are you freaking worrying about this shit? You know, that's why I was like, wow, I'm so happy I did that. So now I like want to meditate even more. And it's like, wow, and so does you truly do receive. And I feel like it's enhanced when you're in nature. Absolutely. I love nature. I definitely feel very connected, but that's so funny. Like, I swear the guidance that we get can be sassy as fuck. Yeah, sometimes. yeah, because like, that's how we'll respond because that's the only one that'll get our attention, honestly, because we're like, okay, we needed that little, like, harshness, you know? We need that tough love from ourselves, you know? <laughs> I feel you, but that's, like, so awesome that you got to the point where you, like, literally, like, heard something in your mind. Like, I feel like once you get clarity like that, it's, like, pretty much you're, like, safe to commit to whatever it tells you or, like, really trust that because it's, like, just when it comes like that, it's almost, like, automatic, like, a truth, you know? Yeah, 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 totally. I was, like, whoa, I didn't expect it to be, like, that, you know? I was, like, expecting, like, cowie. 
<laughs> I'm coming to you with this information. And you just need to calm down a little and like just take your time, take it easy. And I was like, bitches, even if you like that, like, oh shit, like, <laughs> I like how you um, do your meditation and stuff. I think music is just so distracting for me, honestly. I can't do it. You can definitely do it in silence. And I think, I mean, because even for me, like I said, I don't know how to clear my mind of thoughts. So I'm just winging it of like what I feel. And I think that our intuition knows. Oh, yeah, totally. Well, I don't even know if I have really good intuition, honestly. Oh, my gosh. Kawi, you 100% do. Okay, okay, okay. No, I mean, I know in some moments I do, but then, like, when I do those intuition tests, like, on, like, social media, like, TikTok has intuition tests, and, okay. like, so, and Instagram, they're like, okay, which crystal am I going to pick? I'm like, oh, yeah, that green jade. She's going to pick that green jade, and she totally picks the ugliest crystal, like, this, like, rock, and I'm just like, wow, what the hell? You know, like, I have horrible intuition. And I'll go through the test, and every single one, I don't pick the right one. Wow, I thought I was so intuitive. I'm not. <laughs> Kawi. Oh, wait, I have to tell you a funny story, though. Okay, tell me. Okay. Wait, first of all, you cannot judge your intuition off TikTok tests. Well, why did I know that? Why did I know? I don't know. <laughs> that. Do not doubt that you are an intuitive No, after that, that, I was like, you know, I thought I was sidekick and I'm not sidekick. Like, I thought I had these gifts. But no, this clarified that my dreams are insanely, like, uh real like my dreams like literally, literally give me like messages dude because i don't know if i told you this actually did i tell you about my recent dream i don't know you tell me about a lot okay, of your okay, dreams okay so yeah I my know. dreams are insane like i be having like hella dreams about aliens and like how they like abduct me and want me to work for them like it is weird looking at it i had this dream um that my like longest boyfriend that i've had and my most recent ex posted a picture with his new girlfriend that was my dream. He posted a picture with his new girlfriend. And I kid you not. I woke up. I was like, why the hell did I have that dream? You know? I was like, don't even give a shit about him. So, <laughs> and so anyways, the, I kid you not. The next day, I'm on my Finsta, okay? And I'm just scrolling through my feed. Come to find out, I still follow one of his best friends on my Finsta. Does he follow you? No. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I still see one of his, I still follow one of his best friends on my Finsta. And I see this group picture and I see my ex with his new girlfriend. Wait, did you know that he had a girlfriend? No, a I had no idea. <gasps> I had no idea. Hi. I know. I was like, oh my gosh. I, <laughs> I screenshotted it. I sent it to my mom. I was like, oh my God, mommy, I'm a psychic. <laughs> Dude, that is a thousand percent proof of how intuitive you are. Ten times more than any TikTok test you off the walls about this like I told everyone I was like yeah that's not in my dreams like I'm, I'm psychic and then I was like but what the crazy thing is that the person that he's dating now too is like someone that I like I know like I was just like whoa shit you know this just proves my FBI skills actually because I didn't recognize her and then I was like wait she looks familiar and then I did my FBI skills and I was like oh shit I know this person anyways that's past the point did you did you know that it was her in the dream or just that he no was no no it, I just saw in my dream I just saw him with a girl and in the picture it was a group photo and he was wrapped around her and I was just like mm-hmm. holy shit but it was just crap it didn't feel some type of way like oh my god I'm sad like I mean, I, I I did joke around to my one friend, and I was like, "Bitch, what the fuck? Like, how did she? How did he get a relationship before I did?" 
That's insanity. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I was just like laughing at it because I was like, wow, this is so cool. Like how I had that dream. But there's so many instances where I have dreams and then I see it happen in real life. But then I get freaked out because I have some terrible dreams too. And I had this one recent dream that someone that I liked was texting other girls. So now I'm worried. <laughs> that is true. So now I'm just like, God, please, like, please don't let me be Daniel. You know, like in the story, the Bible story, Daniel, he has his dreams and it comes true. <laughs> it wasn't Joseph. Joseph did that too. I was like, oh my God, do I need a colored coat now? Like, oh my So wait on the aliens, guys, because they're coming to abduct me for me to work for them. Don't say that. I know they're nice. I always tell everybody that the aliens that I work with are very nice. I sound like a crackhead. Wow, that's so interesting. No, I have no fear of aliens whatsoever. Well, that's good because I 100% believe that aliens exist because, okay, we're so small, our Earth. Even our entire universe, which is freaking massive. Yeah, dude. Which we're like a speck of dust in comparison to our universe. Dude. There's tons of universes. Yes. And this is what I, my epiphany from this is when I did shrooms. No, I don't care. It's like when I did shrooms. <laughs> when I ate a mushroom that was poisonous, I had this epiphany that we truly ain't shit in this universe. Like we're shit. Like we can be the shit, you know, but. This universe is so huge. We are literally a speck. We're like 14 years ago. 100%. Yeah. Like, like even smaller. smaller. Like, like, it's so small, we can't even fathom it. Yeah. It's like insane. And we're just like walking around on this earth thinking that we're the only ones like in this world. We are no way the only ones. Like, there just has to be so much other stuff out there, which is just kind of crazy. And... I don't know. I, I'm not at the level of you where I feel like super like confident that they're nice, but they probably are. I mean, well, I mean, like people, there's definitely some fucked up people and some really awesome people. Exactly. I'm sure it's the same way with aliens. No, but there's different, I'm sure there's different species of aliens. Like there's not just one species of aliens. So the species that were in my dreams, they were cool. What did they look like? Um, I don't really remember what they look like in my dream, but they didn't look like your um, normal picture of an alien, you know, like the emoji. Uh-huh. But, um, <laughs> yeah, they, they, I don't really remember, but it was a pretty insane dream, actually. It was like a whole apocalypse kind of dream. <laughs> How interesting. Yeah, it's my best dream ever. I have it written down in my um, in my phone. And the crazy thing about it is I feel like it was just yesterday I had this dream. But when I go back in my phone, it's from two years ago. That's so crazy. I feel like maybe you're really getting a message there of some sort. Or yeah, like, it might not even be actual aliens. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It could be. I mean, we'll just have to see if you get abducted. And then it'll be like, you are psychic. No, dude. Yeah. But I feel like um, I've had a lot of instances like or like experienced like alien things. So. How interesting. Yeah. It's totally out there, guys. Like, maybe you were an alien in a past life. Um, you know, I, I, that's not too far-fetched. I'm pretty fucking weird. Like, <laughs> that's so interesting. Because now I'm sober, right? Like, I haven't drank, I haven't drank for 
um, almost three weeks now, okay? That's so good. I'm and so proud. Okay, wait. Side note, I'm so proud of you because you. Howie did her first, like, live hosting event last night. And I feel like if there's any time to, like, ease your nerves and drink, it would be that. And she totally didn't drink. So, oh, yeah. Good job. But also, I'm never drinking a Red Bull before that kind of thing again either because I was, like, anxiety through the roof. <laughs> like, I was, like, not okay. I was already high on the adrenaline. So, with the Red Bull, like, enhanced it. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've decided to go sober. Um, not, like, any crazy, re- like, thing that happened I'm just tired of drinking so much and doing the same things over and over again and waking up and feeling crappy and not wanting to go and do what I have to get done you know Mm -hmm. so that's the reason why I went sober um what's it called ever since then I always felt like though that I had to drink to have fun you know like I knew deep down in my heart I really didn't but I just felt like I was just way more fun you know but then it was getting to the point where I watched videos of me and I was like, dude, you're freaking disgusting. Like, you know, like, it's bad, Kawi. Like, you're you're swearing at everybody, you're crying, and you're doing all these things. Like, it's bad. Like, what's wrong with you, you know? So that's why I decided to go. Why even sober? But ever since then, ever since then, like, last night, um, my friends, we were drinking, I was sober. And I was just, like, having fun, having fun, you know? And people are like, Kawi, you're so drunk. And I'm like... <laughs> oh no, I haven't drank anything tonight. And they're like, wait, you're like this sober? And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I should be proud about this or if I should, you know? No, wait, you're so fun. Thank you. Yeah, and that's what I like. Now I'm like admiring that about myself that like I don't need anything to make me better like that. Like, you know, I don't need any like drugs or alcohol or whatever to make me be like the fun version of me because I'm a, like I'm amazing already you know what I mean like not to like to my own horn but like no but to love myself more like maybe love myself more you know I'm so happy for you because I mean I'm just really proud of you for making this commitment for yourself I mean nobody's telling you to do this this is all on your own heart and what you feel like you need to do and I know that you're fun as fuck without anything because I would hang out with you when we were babies and didn't drink or do any drugs whatsoever. Can you imagine? And it was so fun. Yeah. So I totally know that, but I'm happy that you could come to that conclusion for yourself because that's huge growth. Like, I'm so proud of you. And just the fact that you even decided to do that is huge. Like, good for you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely hard, guys. Like, this month I didn't realize how many birthdays and their Super Bowl and all these Valentine's Day, like, all these things that I want to drink. And don't get me wrong, every time I've gone to these events and people are drinking, I'm like, you know what, maybe maybe just one drink, you know? Then I think about it, I'm like, Kawi, one drink ain't going to get you there, so why even drink one drink and ruin it, you know? Because I'm not only doing drinking, but I'm also doing puff bars. I've already quit weed, um, and I haven't had sex, so <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that's a choice too, it's a choice, it's a choice. But <laughs> But yeah, just all these things, because, you know, like all these things do ha- take a toll on your body and they take a toll on your energy and your spirit. And like ever since I've stopped, like I just feel so much happier. I feel so happy, you know, like it's such a great feeling. And like I love my going home and in my bed because when I get drunk, I because I got a DUI, I can't drive, you know, you can't drive drunk, you know, and I got a DUI, I learned from that lesson. But it's like now... Because I, so getting drunk, I would sleep over everyone's house all the time. And then I'd 
fucking fuck up the next day. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my whole schedule has to be changed around, mm-hmm. you know? But now it's like, wow, I can drive home. I can go to sleep in my own bed. I can take a shower. I can, like, you know, I have my clothes ready. Like, I can get ready for the day the next day with no issues. And it's, like, stress-free the next morning, you know, which I absolutely love for myself. So, yeah. I'm so happy for Thank you. you. I'm, like, getting emotional. So, you're making me emotional. I see it in your eyes. <laughs> I am just so proud of you because you just – would <laughs> drink like you could handle sis <laughs> like, I, no I, I drink boys under the table it's yeah bad. I mean I was just trying to find the words but yeah you could handle it and you would be fun and everything but I know that you don't need that and it's not that it was like a huge problem but the fact that it was on your heart that you wanted to do that means that it is something that you should do and yeah. the fact that you're being so strong and really committing to it and doing it is so impressive. Thank and you. Like knowing your schedule, you have had like a ton of parties and events that like all your best friends are getting lit for. Yeah. And so it's like, I know the temptation there have to be crazy. And the fact that you overcame that and just didn't do it anyway, you should be so proud of that. And it's like, I'm hoping that it's just like, you can feel confident that you don't ever need to do it or I mean I don't know do you feel like because you've been able to overcome all of these different things or all of these different events that it's easier now to be like I can do it I can say like no definitely I mean my whole thing is I'm trying to stay sober until my birthday Mm -hmm. but like the more I think about it and how like April is coming up I'm like do I even want to drink anymore Mm -hmm. because the reason what you could say Kawi, you don't have to be completely sober but it's like one drink and I feel I need to get there I need to get to that point where I'm fucked up wasted you know and it's bad like that's horrible you know my mom would always say like why can't you just drink casually (laughs) and I'm like I truly don't know how to like I don't know how to because I think I also felt the pressure of people being like, yeah, cow is the life of the party, you know, and like all this shit. And like, that's something stupid to be like having pressure and worried about like being the life of the party. But to me, that's like something big to me because I love people having fun. I love entertaining people. I want to, I make sure every single person is okay and having fun. That's who I am. So I felt like drinking, I had to be completely wasted because I want everyone to see that I am the life of the party. Which doesn't even matter because <laughs> those people don't give a shit about you in the end. I want that want the drunk Cowie or the drunk Krista or you know or high whoever Philip. You know what I mean? It's like those people if they are only around you during those times, they don't truly care about you. They they just want you to be there to have fun with them, and then the fun dies out because at the end of the party, who are you with? You're you're by yourself, and you have to be okay with yourself. You know? Yeah, absolutely, and. You just hit the nail on the head. Like, that was a perfect description of it. And I think that you're so fun. And I think you're seeing for yourself that you can still be the life of the party and be so fun and entertain everybody. Because, like I said, true funny girl. Thank you. So, it's just I'll like, say thank you every time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just so proud of you. And seeing you do this is, like, inspiring to me. And I'm just so stoked for you. Like, thank you. I believe fully that you're gonna get to your birthday and if you decide that you want to just stop 
that's totally fine because you will be able to do it and maybe you will be better for it. I mean, when we're sober, we have like our clearest head space, right? Mm-hmm. And in that clear space, we can get all of the guidance and everything that we need. So yeah, yeah I'm just totally. so for you. Thank you. Ah, I feel like this episode was just so incredible. It was great. I feel like I was on Joe Rogan's talk show. Oh my God, I'm so honored. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I, it's like inspiring me so much. Oh my goodness. Well, with that, there's something that I'm really excited for. And what? you're fine. Oh, <laughs> like that was something I was very passionate about at the time and like I totally loved doing it so I definitely want to do my own thing and venture off and do my own podcast um still thinking about the name I have a due date for when the name is due but um Chris has been helping me with it I've been having some input from Krista and other people that I trust so we'll see we'll we'll see yeah I'm excited. But you, but you doing this, like, right here, like, on your kitchen table, and, like, this whole <laughs> damn thing, like, it just inspires me, like, bitch, you can just do this on my bed, you know, I was like, which we did on Braid of a Babish, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, that was something, like, getting started with this, I was, like, thinking a lot about it, and then finally, I'm like, no, I just need to do this, like, I just want to put this out there and give other girls a chance to tell their story and their journey like who gives a shit where we're doing it like it's so fine yeah and this is so comforting like being in your home too you know like just people feel more comfortable being here oh yeah. i'm glad and i i'm grateful that you came on because thank you for like, having me Cowie's one of my best friends so it was oh. definitely a nice easy first guest to have because I know that we can talk story easily, mm-hmm. but it just went so good. And it's honestly way easier talking to you than just talking by myself in my office. I'm so happy. I made <laughs> you feel at ease. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just stoked and so grateful for you as my girlfriend. Oh, and I'm grateful for you too. I uh, love you so much. <laughs> and that you came on and... I hope you guys enjoyed this. Yeah, sorry as we went a little off the limb there. Is it whim or limb? We love. We, sorry guys, we went a little <laughs> off the whim there. <laughs> I think it is whim. It's whim. It's definitely whim. But it was fun. That was great conversations. It was really fun. But yes, do you want to plug anything else? Um, I mean, I, you can follow my Instagram at Kawi Goodness. Yes, Goodness is my real last name. The way that it sounds. Isn't that so cool? It was a lot to live up to growing up. Now I'm getting better. <laughs> but yeah, Kali Goodness on Instagram, um, King Kali on TikTok, and just, I guess, stay tuned for whatever else happens in my beautiful life journey. <laughs> and you can follow the podcast at Abundant Feminine. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please leave us, or I guess me, a review. And feel free to just message me on Instagram if you have any thoughts or want to talk about anything that we talked about. I'm so grateful for all of the feedback and support so far. Every share and every listen like really means the world to me. And I'm just so stoked about this. And I can't wait for our next episode. Yay! Yay! When you follow this podcast, you instantly get good karma. So (laughs) you heard Podcast Instagram is just Abundant Feminine, and then you can follow me at Chris the Chambers, 
and I'll put everything in the description. So yay, that was fun, Chris. Yay, it was so fun. Thank you. yeah, thank you. <laughs>